Welcome to the Allegory of Spots podcast series. Thanks for joining. In each episode, we introduce a new spot. We talk about how spots hinder our progression mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, and how to overcome any spot that may be holding you back. As you begin to move and apply the things you learn, you'll start to see weaknesses become strengths, and you'll begin to see and feel greater light come into your lives. Hi, this is Dan. In this podcast, we're going to discuss alcohol and drug abuse. What would you do if you knew someone was trying to destroy you, luring you ever so carefully, subtly, into a state of insensitivity and numbness, so you are not even aware of what has happened to you? When you finally realize how dependent you have become, you are unable to break free of the hold of the lure. Several years ago, I attended a business meeting in New Orleans. I was serving as a board member on a board, and as part of the meetings, the board was treated to a nice dinner at a fancy restaurant. This was a year or so after Hurricane Katrina had devastated the town with wind and water, and the town was still recovering, and not many tourists had returned to the town. The restaurant was very attentive to our every need, and as a result, much alcohol was served during the dinner. I was the only one who had not partaken at all in the alcohol being served. The dinner ended and the group began their several block walk back to the hotel in the French Quarter. Suddenly, one of my closer acquaintances on the board grabbed my arm and said to me, Will you be my designated walker? He was so inebriated from the alcohol that he could just barely walk. So I walked with him on my arm back the several blocks to the hotel. Earlier in the day, as I walked in the French Quarter, the damage and repairs from the devastation from Hurricane Katrina had been evident to me. Parts of the French Quarter had a fresh, scrubbed, and painted look. Others still showed the watermarks and damage from the terrible storm. As I walked that night with my acquaintance on my arm, I thought of how close to destruction this fellow had come to. I always thought of him so brilliant and talented in his work and business, and here he was reduced to that of a little child. Can you believe that anyone is actually seeking your destruction? Who would do that? In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, we are taught the following, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. In the first and second book of Job, it states that Satan walks to and fro, back and forth, walking up and down the earth looking for opportunities to ruin lives. Not only that, he presents himself as a sheep, but inwardly he is a ravenous wolf. Anything that causes you to sneak around, hide substances, or when you try to numb the problem that you have instead of working through it, these are the beginnings of substance abuse. These behaviors cause you to react in a base or lower understanding. They don't help you to problem solve. Actually, you are not understanding at all. The reality is that you are creating more problems and drama in your life. When all is said and done and your life here on earth has come to an end, who do you want to end up with and where do you want to be? I've questioned myself, which direction will take me where I want to be? Do I want to live with a loving Heavenly Father who cares for me and is cheering me on to be my best self? 
Or do I want to end up with someone who seeks to pull me down and destroy my happiness? The answer is bright and clear. Then make choices that will lead to freedom, to happiness, and not to behaviors that limit our agency and freedom. Once you've decided to change, you may run into a common problem. Your friends and acquaintances see that you are making different choices and changing your behavior. They no longer have their old buddy who got drunk, hire whatever behavior you did with them before. They will try to pull you back from your old ways. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 4 says it this way, Wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you, meaning they wonder why you don't join in with them anymore, and they will talk badly about you because you are choosing a different path. They will say you have changed. Invite them to come with you to change their lives for better too. If they are not willing to change, you will have to move along without them. If they keep trying to persuade you back to the old ways, you have decided better for yourself, and you've seen what damage the abuse has caused. Now you're moving forward. You have an understanding of how to move forward. You have begun to pull away from the lure that had you trapped. Use the atonement of Jesus Christ to keep you on the path that will unchain you from your old pattern. Ask for forgiveness. Name that spot. Drug abuse, alcohol abuse, name whatever you were abusing and cast it out each time you were bothered by its lure to pull you back in. Stay aligned with Jesus Christ and know that anything that takes you out of alignment is not of God and will not bring you peace or happiness. You can change. Right at the start of my high school years, a fellow my age moved into my neighborhood. He and I and others in the neighborhood became good friends with him. His background was different from ours. He introduced us to friends from his old area that went to a different high school, and his parents let him host parties at his house, and those parties had alcohol. Thus, I was introduced to alcohol at this stage in my life. So began a pattern of drinking on the weekend with my friends whenever we could get someone older or one who looked older to buy it for us. This pattern persisted as I started college. At college, I even joined a fraternity that provided easy access to alcohol. As I neared the end of my freshman year at college, I was at a party one night and drinking some, and I decided I was tired of this pattern. I was tired that I was in it, that I wasn't happy, and besides, I thought beer tasted nasty. That night, I decided I would work on breaking this pattern that I was in. It wasn't easy to break this pattern. It also meant I had to find some new friends. But about six months later, I was finally free of this drinking behavior. For me, the strength came from Jesus Christ. It came from wanting to be influenced by Him and not be influenced by one who wanted to devour me or make myself numb from the promptings of the Spirit. Turn to Jesus Christ before it is too late. Several years ago, I learned of the death of this same friend who moved into my neighborhood in my high school years. I'd seen him off and on through the intervening years. Often I would stop in at his work and say hello. So I was surprised to learn at his funeral that he died from a drug overdose. Satan had held him captive for years and, in fact, had devoured him. At the end of each episode, you'll hear us repeat the steps on how to remove your spots. It's simple. There are four steps in the process. 
Number one, start by making a comprehensive list of all the things in your life that you need to get rid of or repent of or even be healed from. You'll know when your list is complete when you feel you've included all the items that come to mind. Number two, take an inventory of what you're feeding your spirit. Because what you feed your spirit is what feeds your flesh. Your body will follow your spirit. Number three, now that you've identified the spots, let's get rid of them or cast them off. And here's how you do that. Present your list to God through prayer. Ask Him for help. Ask Him to remove your spots, to literally take them from you. Ask God to remove and offload all your burdens, your stresses, and your concerns. Stop trying to carry them alone. They weren't meant for you to carry. And number four, once you've finished steps one through three, it's time to start the process again. Only this time, dig a little deeper into your soul, searching out even the smallest of spots you might have overlooked or not even recognized. Ask God to reveal them. He has a way of bringing them to the surface. And finally, continue these steps until you've completely cleansed yourselves of any and all spots. Then move forward day by day using the atonement of Jesus Christ to keep yourself unspotted.